From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Somebody say something. I was waiting on you. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Good morning. Good morning on this uh, soon-to-be rainy Saturday morning. Braden soon. Gunn. How soon is soon? Don't uh, say that. Late this afternoon, uh, rain should be rolling in here from the south. So, from the uh, window I see, it's nothing but blue skies. Yeah, do I well, see? Yeah, well, not for long. Good thing I'm heading north. What yeah. you need is a forecast guy. That's well, that's the that's thing. what. There you go. Some weird voice just came on the radio. I think it's one of those throwback days. <clears throat> it is a throwback you, day. Uh, did you archive the, that voice? Uh, no, I just keep it in the uh, in the machine. Well, that's a good. That's good. We need a voice in the machine. <laughs> in the studio today, believe it or not, the building is actually handling all this weight. Is uh, me, Braden Gunn, Glenn Kimmon, Jonathan Swindle, Barton Blair, Justin, and of course, Vince Noble from yeah, yeah. Living the Waterline. So uh, we're all stuck in the closet today. You if, know the uh, comment I made last week about John being here and nobody would probably want to roll in here on top of us? I think today's the day that it would be a bad idea to... Come in here and start. <laughs> if anybody's looking for a new label to pack on a can of sardines, this is it. If anybody's <laughs> looking for an offensive line, this is it. Yeah, really. <laughs> offensive line, defensive line, I think we could probably handle Glenn's both more sides fullback. And... <laughs> yeah. Glenn's getting far back. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, believe it or not, it is <clears throat> it is a giant reunion day. Not only is the... Uh, the old original crew from the Big and Wild Outdoors together again, but also from the Radio Rejects, uh, we're all together again as well with Vince and. and uh, uh, where did that come from? Where, where did you find that? Crank it up! This is a good song, man. <laughs> I miss this song a lot. This this was like you know the moment of anxiety. I got a good twenty seconds, and then we're on. <laughs> yeah, that's all you get. That was our uh, intro music for the uh, the old Reject show. You might nope. want to pan that down. It gets it's, a little. Uh, I asked the young man sitting behind the board in here. He goes, Vince comes in. He goes, put Limp Biscuit on. He goes, who's Limp Biscuit? And I'm like, Wait, I, I, I sounded like Adam Sandler. I'm like, we have failed you as friends. <laughs> he looked at me like, what? We have failed you as a teacher. You I'm with you, though, Knock. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're all uh, here in the studio. Uh, Bart is down here uh, visiting. He's finally got a vacation out of Texas. So uh, he decided to come down here and... Spread the wealth and uh, generosity uh, that is Bart, and uh, visit the uh, in-laws, and yep. come by and, and uh, mess up some sheets at my house. So it's all been good. And, sheets, uh, it was comforters. And uh, Justin, out of the blue, uh, he's been got, he's been bitten again. I don't know because for the past two or three weeks, I've been getting, dude, I'm listening to you guys. This brings back so many memories, <laughs> bro. I didn't get any sleep last night. I was a kid before Christmas. I got four, <laughs> I'm on four hours right now, and I'm jacked. Ah. <laughs> well, what you else? Do. It's nice to know that some things don't change. Yeah, that's right. Never. Yeah, because whenever uh, Justin would come in and get behind the board, uh, things got really exciting. They would you, get interesting, to say you, the least. You, you, you would never know what you was going in to break with. I, yeah, that's true. 
Although I will say I miss the uh, the old weather forecast, man. Uh, you know, I don't know if you could still even handle those. Yeah, I could throw one together the, for the, you. The big and wild fast. Cast. I mean, you do one right now. Well, I mean, you know, today is going to be a forty percent chance of rain. Uh, it's going to come out of the north, and it looks like you guys are going to get wet. So get on out there and get you some. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, you can always put that together and just shoot it to us in an email. We just load it. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, was sure. that like a subtle hint, Glenn, or what? Hey, no, that was I'm just hint. saying. He hardly had to twist my arm. I mean, it's great. Well, it's it's nice that everybody's here together. But uh, Justin, are you are you just doing anything? I know you moved out into the country. You got up there in the wilds of Hudson, man. Yeah, I'm up there in Spring Hill. I got a little Jesus in my life. And since I did, I decided to take up his profession, and I'm a carpenter again. So look at that. There you go. There you go. That's a good thing. I mean, you can't get any closer than that. Well, you got like 900 uh, daughters to raise, so getting out in the woods is a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to have a hammer and a nail gun handy. (laughs) (laughs) Plus plus your way out there, and you can be that guy that meets him up at the gate and says, uh, yeah, sure, you can stay here. You just stay away from my daughter. Well, I still believe in holding the shotgun when the first kid comes over, so Uh I'm going to have it out. Despite what might happen. Uh, and, uh, I can I, tell you, it, I've seen that before, and it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> all right, I won't do it then. Yeah, you got to take him out and do something like uh, like Jonathan would do. He takes him out and goes gator hunting or uh, you know, goes and puts in front of a bear and says, now don't move, to actually run towards it and see if he runs off. You know, that kind I like of thing. that, yeah. That's yeah. Really much better than my plan. Yeah, yeah. You haven't got to be the fastest. You just got to be the smartest. That's right. You got to let nature take its course. Well, okay. <laughs> so what are you going to do when they come over to your house there, big man? Well, then that's probably going to be a long offshore fishing trip. Yeah. Maybe, hey. maybe, and maybe the boat will break down hey. and uh, some other things. I might know a guy. Hey, it's, <laughs> like, it's like Uncle had to do the first time when one of his nieces started dating. And I just looked at the kid and told him, Dad's okay with you. I'm okay with you. But if you hurt her, I hurt you. That's yeah. pretty much the I think that's I what think it's fair. I think that that's a fair decision. It, I mean, it, it is it the is. golden rule of parenting, especially with daughters. I mean, that is. Well, I it. think everybody in this room besides knock and Vince are, don't have the daughter thing going on, so yeah. they don't have to worry about it just well, yet. Well, Vince is kind of like a girl, so he's like his own daughter. <laughs> oh, really? my God. It's been a year, really? Over a year. Oh, boy. It looks, like, back. It looks like there's going to be a fishing trip. <laughs> what are you doing later there, buddy? Uh, and, uh, so I know that you moved up to Hudson and uh, continued on with life, which was great. I, I was so happy for you to move up there. Uh, to get out of the city, but uh, I'll be it's sad just, to see you go. You it's know? so nice. I mean, the the, the the traffic, everything. It's just a much better pace of life. I know why Glenn. Well, likes everybody's nine hundred years old up there. Oh, of course, but everybody drives like a bat out of you know where. It's oh God, crazy, yes. man. I mean, the speed limits. I think they're merely a suggestion of oh, where really? we live. Yeah, people don't follow those. Oh, that's, no. that's, that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess so. That's nothing new. And of course, Vince, uh, your show's going like gangbusters, living the water life. Uh, you busy, guys busy, are doing busy. So, first season in the can, you're already working on the second one? We're already episode three into the second season. Awesome. Oh, good for you. Well, yeah, I, we've, been, we've been extremely busy. I want to say thank you for your uh, generous donation to the uh, Panfish Challenge. Uh, I saw you came in and handed uh, Glenn a couple uh, of really nice trinkets. Yeah, he, he handed me uh, two pair of sunglasses. And uh, really nice. I know Bart was looking at him saying, "That's hey, one of those hey, Those are for the Panfish Challenge. <laughs> I, I only see one pair. <laughs> Is that, I still might know a guy. So still know I really like Vince. I will say I kind of like the lens on this. Really nice. They look pretty good. Besides fingerprints all over them, they need to be clean. But well, now these are O'Neills, so we're going to be giving these away. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do a silent auction or whatever. Uh, 
Uh, but uh, thank you for the generous donation. Are these promo nice. bins? Are they a promo item for them or what? No, Did I'm you pay for those? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> 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 Did you pay? Go well, ahead. Oh, way to put if me anybody's out there. looking for some O'Neills, <laughs> <laughs> we got your guy. <laughs> well, we really miss Justin. Yeah, why? Uh, and so, uh, are you guys planning on coming up and uh, participating with uh, living the water life? You gonna? It, it's looking that route. I got to see what Captain Jim's got going on. I know he wanted to come up and do some spam fishing. So, well, he's got a he's another one's got like seventy five kids too. Oh, so, dear Lord. Uh, and I the water, how y'all do it. The water on the lake is supposed to be extremely high, so he should be able to get his. Uh, his big giant offshore boat out there. Last year, Bill George's brother brought his in, and it was what 23, 20, 20 footer. Do you want us to bring a thirty three footer or the sure. twenty six? Sure, the one that he. Had, if you <laughs> are, please let me know because I'm gonna make sure I have my cameras and stuff because this is gonna be an interesting, really fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we got two, what, 300s on the back, 33-foot hydrosport. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, you could go out there and dig some new canals all through the lake. He's going to be going in a circle in the middle of the lake. That's all the space he's got. <laughs> it's a big lake. It'll be able to handle it, but uh, it'll be nice if you could come up and hang out with us. It'll be a good time. It's on June 16th, and uh, it'll be good. Same with you, Justin. Bring all your uh, children's the, up there. Between your two kids and my oldest was already asking me about it the other day, we won't have to worry about chaperones for anybody like 10 and under. Oh, I, I know. Mean, they'll be yeah. pretty much covered. Is it Panasofki? Is that yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Up at Lake Pan. Yeah. So it'll the, be The during... date again was what? June 16th. Okay. Yeah. What time? Early. Really early. Yeah. Well, the fishing starts, the tournament starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, weigh-ins at 1 o'clock. Are, so. you, are you broadcasting? Yes, yeah, we'll be yeah, broadcasting. We'll be there. Awesome. Are you kidding? Food, My kids look forward fun, to it every year. Yeah. There's no way I can get out of that. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. Yeah, Unless there's a spinal injury, uh, then I'm I'm expected <laughs> to go. <laughs> so. but current, currently, right now, first place will give you $550 for your 12 heaviest bluegill Ooh, shell cracker combo. There you go. So or you could be like last year's winner and just weigh in all 12 shell crackers because they're a little bit bigger than the bluegills. Uh, I mean, yeah. Either way, it sounds like a winner. Yes, somebody's walking away with the money. Might I think well we'll have to take somebody. another vacation. And if uh, if you just finish in fifth place, at least it'll cover the gas at fifty bucks. Look at it this way, Vince. You could actually win more money than you did at the King of the Beach tournament. Wow! Oh my Ooh. God, that hurts. <laughs> that was hurtful. His promotion's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already going for the knees. Yeah, that, that stung, man. You know I got beat up that day. Yeah, I know you did. That's why I brought it up. I hate you and love you in the same breath. So I don't know how to even describe that. I brought it up so that you could bring it up. Oh, well, after the break, we'll okay. talk about it. All right. Well, somebody take it away. Well, we are big and wild. we got to take a quick one. Brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors. Yeah. Brandon Ford, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. Full, full studio this morning, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. We've actually, we've taken over two studios. Poor Knox yeah. in there. Yeah, Knox. We got well, demons hey, everywhere. Knox feeling a little cramped. What, what did I just walk in there and tell y'all? I, I can understand why Knox uh, comparing this to Lowry Park Zoo sitting on the side of the glass. Are you saying I'm a hippo? No, I'm, uh, it's a bear cage. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I can go with that. Dude, Wait. we're bears. Come on now. Wait. Bears? I mean, yeah. in certain communities, that's not a good terminology <laughs> hey, for it. I'm just... Rawr, bears. Hey, but I mean, hippo, you know, if somebody did call you a hippo, you can look at them and say, oh, I'm the deadliest animal in Africa. Okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. cool. Yeah, so, I'll take that, yeah. yeah. Good thing you're not in Africa. There you go. I do love the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they might call you something else. 
Uh, it better not start with C and end with cow. <laughs> but anyway. Manatee? Oh, just speaking before of, the break. Speaking of water, <laughs> yes. Uh, Glenn and I were actually having an outdoor discussion before the show started this morning. Uh, the statistics that came out this past week about the uh, – uh, it, it's, it's ironic that uh, – just before summer, it's one of those things that everybody seems to want to talk about, which is boater safety, and the FWC always releases their numbers from the previous year. And I think that uh, I think the only good thing that you could probably say about it is, even though we have more boats being sold every day, the number of fatalities has stayed pretty steady between seventy six or seventy five. Yeah, something like that in the seventies. So seventies well, is still a lot. Sixty seven. Uh have lost their life this past year 52 in 20 in 2016 so yeah. it's up a little bit a little bit but uh, you know when you think about how many hours are spent on the water each and every week mm. in you know in the state of florida you got to say that that's pretty low numbers Vin- vince might help me on this because i heard this from somebody was talking about safe boater but they said that tampa the tampa market is the highest for bay boats in the country that's that's a hundred percent true. You go everywhere. There's a bay boat. No matter what part of the water you're on, you will run across a bay boat. Yep. Now you're talking about butter safety. The cool thing that I and I just recently did this what two months ago. Yeah, the Coast Guard Auxiliary offers boating safety classes. It's forty bucks. It's an all day class, but you will go through A to Z on butter safety. Now is that uh, held at the Gandy Bridge boat ramp? Actually, no. It's um, the Madeira Beach Auxiliary. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. Coast Guard Auxiliary. And uh, so we we talked about that, that even though you've been running a boat for however many years we've all been doing it combined in this room, yeah, it's still pretty good every once in a while to go get a refresher course. It's kind of like somebody who uh, maybe went and took a concealed weapons class at a, uh, a show, you know, where it only lasted a couple hours. It's always good to go back and take an actual real course. You what know I, what I mean? What actually surprises me, you know, we have to have a license to drive a car, but we don't have to have one to drive a boat. How many knuckleheads out there that we see, and we always said, don't be that guy, is going to be out there this Memorial Day weekend being dumb? Yeah. I mean, alcohol is a, a big factor, and I'm no doubt in a lot of these these types of accidents. Um, you know, anywhere. We, I get a lot of them out there in the lakes in Texas. Um, you know, Lake LBJ, Lake Buchanan. Uh, oh, gosh. You hear, you hear a lot of it. Uh, you know, boat fires, you know, car, you know, just dumb things at the boat ramp. You know, there's a car sinking with the boat still attached to it. Nope, they got it out. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It seems to happen more often than than, uh, than we like to believe. You know that uh, someone doesn't put on the e brake or how, something. How many pictures have y'all gotten already this from this the last couple of weeks on Facebook, or have you seen of people that have submerged vehicles? Well, it was on last week's Family Guy. It was, uh, <laughs> That's exactly it was, uh, what I was thinking of. It was uh, last week's oh, Family screw it. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he just drove it right in. Let's just go. But, I think some of them are just getting – I'm tired of this truck. I'm getting a new one. Let's just let it roll. We got full coverage, right, honey? Yeah, exactly. This is a rental, right? It's a rental? Yeah, we got full coverage. We're good. But, you know, this Memorial Weekend is probably one of those ones where uh, – it's one of the few times where you're actually on the water and you feel like you're actually driving on uh, I-4. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you look around and you're going, this is just nuts. Where do these people come from? Exactly. Where are they going? I mean, where, did they just learn to drive. Is and- that the reason why uh, most of the time from here on out that that's my weekend to go plant football? Yeah, exactly. Like Smart man. Uh, you know, <laughs> actually, that's one of those weekends where I decide just to stay home and uh, you know not go for it. Let's grill out, have some watermelon. That's like every weekend for you, though, really. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of sort of. Watermelon not- sounds really good right now. It Ooh. is, and I, mine are really starting to grow pretty good. What? 
You yeah. got a patch? Yes. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> it's going to be a night raid out there. Bart, when are you leaving? This afternoon? They're not, they're they're not ready, ready to for pick that. the watermelons. <laughs> Bart will have to wait and come back in two weeks. They'll be ready at oh, that okay. time. But, you know, Vince, you touched on a good thing, you know, that how many, how many people are out there that just have years of experience of doing the same bad habit? And oh, yeah. uh, with the boaters education, I mean, the FWC, it's kind of like our hunter's education program, has put together, if you're born on January 1st, 1988 or after, you have to go through the boater safety course. And uh, and when my daughter had to take, she did this as an online course uh, for hunter's education and right. the boaters. Do you uh, remember what the credit. cost was for that? It was, uh, I think it was just one of those, like a, on a school credit. Oh, okay. Online, and uh, there was a little—I believe there was a little cost, but it wasn't very much. Uh, but anyway, she'd done those, and when she was going through that program, taking that le- that online course, she would ask me a question to the point where I was like, "You know, that's a good question." <laughs> I know the answer, but I, it could be this answer I don't too. Remember, uh... and, the, and those questions that they ask, and there's multiple choice on those. Is there's some good answers, but there's always that one that's the best answer. And uh, but after going through that with Listen to her read me them questions. I kind of went through the plan with her, and uh, I was like, "Man, I, that was a bad habit that I have been doing for many years." It's, even though it's not, it's not a bad habit, but there's a better habit to get into, and that you know, putting that lanyard on your kill switch on your outboard or on your uh, for you, whatever the case is, just putting that thing. You know, holding it in your hand versus just having it wrapped around your wrist. Exactly. I was like, man, you know, and then. That's uh, so. I have one that's broken. That's why I hold it in my hand. So <laughs> now I'm going to get the new one and re- replace it, so that uh, if something was to happen, it's there. And then the FWC did put on um, the email that I got with these statistics um, some testimonies from people who survived their boating accident. And uh, I tell you, the first one I watched, I was like, man, intense. Listen to this guy because his ten year old son was with him, and the whole time he's describing everything that's going on and reenacting that part. And they had it. I'm thinking, don't tell me that your boy died in this oh, accident. That'd be horrible. You know? no. And uh, but it really it totally went the total opposite. Is that he gave up at the bitter end and just knew it was it and said his I love yous to him and went under. And he said just for whatever reason when he was able to get back to the surface. There was FWC boat handing him a life jacket. That's amazing. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, when you see that, and I'm thinking about that that lanyard uh, that was broke, I'm thinking, man, you've just been very fortunate that it's something didn't well happen. well worth the time and effort to go spend a day with the Coast Guard. Even if you think you know everything, you don't. I mean, rules and regulations change exactly. all the time. Well, and, and and as Glenn pointed out, it's the it's the bad habits that we think, oh, you know, yeah, we've been doing well. it for so many years, it's no yeah. big deal, but... I got to ask you, how long is the course for? I mean, when you start, do you go in in the morning? Is it two it's, days? It's an all day thing. It's like an eight hour course. You, you're there for the day. Okay. Pack a lunch, or you know, give you an hour for lunch and do your thing. Now, when they go in there, did did you learn anything that you already knew? I mean, did you have to sit. I know a lot of people are going to sit there, and go, oh, I already know this. I already know that. And, I, I know and that's this how part. I said. I know this part. Listening to Courtney read that, and I'd say, I already know that. You know, and, and I, but I'd say, what's your answer? Because I didn't want to give her the answer, I wanted her to know it. But then, but with her reading the question, those things come into your mind. You you don't forgot, or you you know it when it happens. But you think, you know, how simple a question is that, but how important to know that at I mean, the end of the day. One of, one of the things that I forgot was the the barges, how they have the light system on the back, so you can mm-hmm. see what kind of barge it is. 
you know, so I'm, you know, you're driving on the water. You might see two lights on the back of a ship. You're like, what, what's that for? What's that stand for? They go through that in the class. They'll well, if through. I see a barge out there on the lake, <laughs> something bad is happening. I'm doing a little bit of different style of water than you are there, buddy. <laughs> but, but also, um, you know, navigational markers and, and things like That's that. That's huge. They you, spend you, a lot of time on that. I, I see it all the time. You know, when I was a kid, and uh, Bart will tell you, when we went out with our dads, you know, we stayed between the markers. Yep. Didn't go, you know, you didn't yep. go right or left of the, you know, green or red. You know, you knew which direction they were supposed to be on on the way out yep. and on the way in. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, people would skirt around them trying to cut corners. And next thing you know, Well, I can tell you this. How important is those markers? Just take a trip down Chazawiska River into the bay, the Gulf out there. Oh, yeah. And see how many. And not even that. Just see how many lower units. That you'll see uh, where where they hit those rocks, the scarring of them, and you say, mm-hmm. yeah. that, "You better know what that and check red the tide and green charts means." Unless you want to be like somebody in the studio that uh, <laughs> stayed out there for a few extra hours longer because uh, <laughs> one of his friends didn't check the tide charts like they were supposed to. Well, that happens sometimes. Even on like the Alify River and places like that, you got to watch. You got to know where those channels are. But uh, you know, we talked about uh, the fact that. When you were going to this classroom, we talked about it, and we said, you know, the one that everybody seems to forget is the stern light and how yeah. important that is. And then you, you know, you pull it out because you're throwing the cast net or you're fishing back there, and, you and it's in the way, and you, and you yeah. don't put it back in. And you're like, ah, we're just running back in. We're only two miles out. It's no big deal. And, and if you don't have that, happens. if you don't have that, then a boat really doesn't know what direction you're kind of going into. If that bow's going behind a wave, or anything else like yeah, that. Hey, you don't yeah, know how many it's... arguments have I had with people with what you just said about channel markers? What green and red and direction? Oh, yeah. the, the, you don't know how many people that look at you like you got three heads when you say, "Hey, do you know what this means?" Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's just marking the channel. I'm like, whatever. I, I, I do the test when we're out at the beach and you're out at night and stuff like that. And there's a boat going by. I'll test my kids. I'll go, "What direction is he going into?" And you know, because of the color of the light that you can see on the side of the boat. If you yeah. know, if you see. If they're out on the on, we're on the west coast and the you see the the right you know you see green going you go oh we know he's going north and if he's going south you know he's you know red it's, it's all start on start teaching them the wind oh yeah that's, that's huge and we found that out when we talked about like king of the beach oh yeah well how much I don't know how much time we have left yeah, we're going to break we're going to break. oh we gotta go to break okay well we're gonna go uh, we'll take a fast one but uh, in the studio today is Braden Gunn Glenn Kinman Martin Blair. Of course, uh, Vince Noble's here. Jonathan's in the other room, and uh, we also have uh, Justin here, and uh, we have a special guest on the phone as well. So, um, we're <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. We got pantomimes going on in the other room. It's not. It's not going to push the button, or are we just are, are we going to go? Do we want to get a break? Or, I don't know what he's. He's on the phone. I think he's having an argument. Yes, with his we're girlfriend. going to break. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Or not. I don't know. I think he was Justin. Going. Go show him how to play the music. It's like do something. Look, girl, I'm on the. I'm doing the show right now. Are we? Are we going to take a break? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't hear him. Yeah, turn your mic on. I, we'll be back. We're going to take a fast one. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G Five Feet Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us. This is going to be fun. All right, and welcome back to the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're having ourselves a family reunion here. Uh, On a family show. It, which yes, I was it reminded. is. So yes. that's good. Yeah. 
Barton. Where we were recording Family Guy. Bart, you should have said it's Barton Blair with Big oh, yeah. and Wild. No, <laughs> I, I forgot. I was, you can't, I was, I you can't give him that much wordage or he'll just start puking all over the radio. Yeah, I will. Well, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Richard. How are you today? Hey, how are you guys doing? How are you doing, Richard? Uh, we're live. We're running late today. What, what else is new? But, uh, hey, uh, first thing, being I got up late and a little groggy when I'm driving. No, not because I was drinking, just tired. But I heard that G5 commercial, and actually I thought it was somebody else's voice. I thought I was sleeping, you know. Right? Who, whose voice did you hear, Richard? Braden's ex-partner that passed away. Oh. But it was just kind of like, it was like, am I awake yet or what? what? Well, Steve, what Austin, Steve Austin didn't pass away. No, Steve. Well, who are you talking about? Steve. Steve's still alive and kicking, man. He was trying to break news. He's trying to break news, Richard. He passed away. No. Like, hey, this is fake news like Facebook. We have to censor this and cut it off. No, now Dave, uh, now Dave did pass away, but not, not Steve. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it, it just kind of like you know? I'm like, I'm driving and go. Wait a minute, but okay. Get get with the boat safety. About 15 years ago, a friend of mine that was he was born on working on boats. Was his, his folks have at the time the biggest Yamaha dealership in um, Tennessee? So he knew all about boats, and you know he can make one of those motors just you know scream and all the kind of stuff. And the one time after uh-huh. his dad was sick, he came down to visit him down here, uh-huh. and he took him out for a little ride. And the dad was, you know, yeah. couldn't do very much, but they was sitting there, uh-huh. and he hit a wave, yeah, and threw him out of, threw the son out that was uh-huh. driving. Wow! And the dad got That's in because the, the boat started making circles, uh-huh. and he didn't have the lanyard on. Yeah, oh, and it took it took it took four times of the boat circling before, and this was the boat wasn't just putting; it was still moving. Uh-huh. And he got on it, and after that part, he was telling everybody yeah. that all all the friends that were out, that were out on boats to wear the lanyards, wear the lanyards. He got, I think, he had like four or five broken ribs. Uh huh. many times trying to get back in the boat. Yeah, his dad hurt. couldn't do anything, but he, he was incapacitated because of of the surgery and all the all kinds of other stuff, but it's just kind of like you got to wear the lanyards, and that goes the same thing for jet skis. That's true, absolutely. You, yeah, you that's, see a lot of a lot of people with jet skis that aren't wearing them. There were people that two people just got killed in the Courtney Campbell uh, what, Mother's Day or the weekend before Mother's Day or something. Yeah, like that. two men collided. Yeah. I, I never could understand that, but uh, you know, it's they're the worst offenders, attention. man. I'm telling you, when you're out, they, the they boat, don't care. No, none. Well, they're having. Yeah. They don't think about the dangers of that joy that they're having right at the moment. That experiencing the, the wave jump, you see all the, the things, the tricks that. people like to do with those things. It's kind of like motocross; they do the flips and all, and you just out there and you don't think about the end results. Hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah. Well, the, the problem yeah. with the wave yeah. jump is when you hit that wave, you don't, yeah. you can't see what's coming behind it. So if there's another boat tailing you, you just now smash into a boat. Yeah. And yeah. once you're in the air, you have there's no, no control. control. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no control, yeah. no break. Jet ski only works in the water. That's true. Yeah. Well, Richard, well, man. One, one of the guys I know that is um, out, of this, out of the tarpon area is a professional jet ski guy. He has, you know, he does all kinds of stuff. I mean, uh-huh. he makes parts for everybody, and, you know, he's big time. Yeah. And he refuses to go out on the water. Uh-huh. On any holidays or, you know. Smart guy. He picks where, you know, he makes sure he, go, he goes places where he knows there's not going to be a lot of people. 
Hmm. I mean, you know, he literally goes places where no man had gone before, right, Richard? People see him, yeah. and they want to do the same thing, and they can't. Well, that's you know, true. But, you know, somebody like that who has experience, who works in it all the time, he knows it's kind of like everybody in this room. We've all made the announcement. Memorial Weekend is usually not one for... Uh, I would have to say that probably more natives stay home than uh, than those newly arrived. No, that's absolutely true, yeah. And uh, they're out there having fun. And, of course, the bad thing about the jet skis, I think, especially on the Courtney Campbell, most of those are rentals. So people... Go out care. there. Yeah, they don't care about. That. <gasps> well, it's they, not their... they they get a little, uh, you know, they get a little tutorial, but they really haven't had much experience, and they don't understand that with the jet ski, it's not like a boat where you can slow down and actually turn the wheel and still continue to turn. You have to power through those turns. You have to use the throttle to turn. It's not like a motorcycle and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so it, gas makes you go. Gas makes you go, and you and you can't just let go of it and think that it's going to turn because well, it just like goes you, straight. Like you said, a jet ski is made to work in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In <laughs> the in the water. Yeah, that's true. Well, well Richard, yeah, when they go over jumping waves and that's what I've seen. You know, I haven't had a boat for what uh, twelve years now. I got over it. We got too many close calls and that with having the kid in the boat and, and that kind of stuff. And my wife says, it isn't worth it anymore. You got, you know, you get all the people coming over from Hillsborough County and that, and they just don't, you know, done it. nothing against Hillsborough County, but, you, you know, you, you get them in any county that people just don't seem to care. And they'll come up real close to you as you're running just to to go through your weight. And then you're, look, you're looking at them like, get the hell, uh, you know, Get away from me. Get yeah, away yeah. from me. You yeah, know, that's true. And they don't care, but it's like, it's all about safety. So, you know, the smart ones stay on shore the busy weekends and we find other family stuff to do. And, you know, so we won't be expecting you to be out there on the He's water. He's not going to be out there. No, no, I won't be no, out there be. at all. I already, I already got problem. I already got, um, the, the grandson already told me what we're going to do. We're going to go fishing, but we, you know, he's, he's the, um, Found a nice a dog people, somewhere. A, a couple Make people a named uh, named my grandson the um, the fisher uh, the junior fisherman helper on on um, Dunning Causeway. Well, Richard, we really appreciate the call this morning, man. We thank you so much for being a listener and uh, go out there and enjoy the uh, Memorial Weekend and uh, go have fun and just be safe. And that goes to everybody, you know. Uh, thanks again for calling in, Richard. And uh, I don't know what everybody else is going to be doing, but on Memorial Weekend, I think that I'll probably be. Watching the Indy 500. <laughs> I'll be barbecuing. Uh, well, I mean, there'll be there'll be cookage going on, but I don't think that'll be too far away from home. Hey, I could probably get you to ride a tractor. Oh, uh, why? Are you getting a new tractor? Yeah. What are you What are you getting? No, we're not get. We're renting a tractor. What do you What do you What are you getting? Uh, Mahindra. What okay. do you What are you renting it for? Yeah, exactly. That's the food plot season, baby. Oh, food plot season. That's right. It is here. Are you going to go? Wait, when are you getting it? Today? Tomorrow? Next week? What do you? Have? Yes. Well, now that there's this uh, side of beef that's here in the studio, so I might pull a Glenn and bust out of here about nine fifteen, nine thirty. You picking it up today? Picking it up today, putting the Arctic Cat on the back of the thirty-two foot trailer with a tractor, and we're heading to Bluntstown, Florida. Oh. Why did you sound really southern there all of a sudden? 
I sounded. Wait a minute. You are really, really more southern than you normally are. Because he's talking tractors, man. Andy thinks his tractor's sexy. Well, I knew that. He's talking tractors, and he's just getting warmed up. So when he steps out of the truck in Bluntstown, it's a little different. There you go. Yeah, it's a little different. It's God's country. It's kind of like when Justin got up there in Hudson. All of a sudden, he went from, hey, dude, what's up to, how y'all doing this morning? I went from, hey, dude, to, hey, dude. <laughs> it's that transition you got to do, you know. Put, put a little bass in your voice. So you're going up there today to, uh, to me, start me, plowing me and, and the and... Uh, uh, me and El Jefe, aka Larry Swindle. Are, oh, I thought your wife. Well, no, she's staying here. Oh, okay. there's work involved. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they, when I'm... it comes time to shoot stuff and all that, I can't. You know, they're all about that. But it's like the food plots, putting the feeders up. That's you know. pretty boring. Yeah. So Unless you're driving the What are you planting? What are you planting, Jonathan? Eagle peas? Uh, the beans and sun hemp. There you go. So who? I tell you what, sun, sun hemp. hemp. I know that you uh, that year <laughs> no, that we were up there. Before, you planted, and, and I know what you're thinking, and save it till after the break because I know exactly where you were going to go with that. <laughs> if you can, if you can duplicate the uh, food plot of two years ago. Man, that was the most beautiful food plot I've ever seen. Well, well, the hopefully the moisture is going to be there. But one of the main reasons I'm putting the hemp in is so I can up the nitrogen levels and the nutrition levels. In That's the soil. just something people say. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean this is all code. I've seen, I've seen Glenn's hey. notebook top there over there. There's all kinds of stuff on it. Well, last year, you know, this year he's going with the hemp because the the THC level is a lot lower than the sensimilla from the there, near there the you go. before. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Apparently it fixes everything. So why not? <laughs> and those deer just like hang out all day. They're just man. so mellow. They never yeah, run anywhere. They never run anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but the bad thing is gl- all their glycoma is fixed and they can see you. That's right. <laughs> we are big and wild. We got to take a quick break. Brought to you they by G Five C, Brandon Ford. We'll be see, right back. I can see colors. Hey, everybody! Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. You want to give us a call this morning? Uh, if your bravery is up, go right ahead and try. It's eight 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 four zero four ten ten eight 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 four zero four ten ten. In the studio today, Braden Gunn, Glenn Kim, and Jonathan Swindle, Barton Blair, Justin Blood, so, and of course, uh, Vince Noble, and uh, we're all here today hanging out. It's kind of old home week, the old uh, big and wild <clears throat> from the old radio stations together, and uh, that was me, Glenn, and uh, Bart back in the day. Yeah. And then, uh, the that radio- was a big and wild I listened to. Yeah, and then the uh, Radio Rejects crew is here. That would be me, uh, Justin, and uh, Vincenzo, and of course, Justin for years was our our producer here at the station at the Big and Wild Outdoors. Just one big inbred family. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it Wait, is. You, you, is you, you know my mom? <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, you know, one of you is my dad, one of you is my brother, one of you is my cousin. I'm from Plant City. I mean, you know. And somehow or another. Oh, here we go. Well, if you're from Plant City, it'd be one of each. Oh, there it? you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One of each. Hey, 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 hey. Easy. If you're looking for something to do before the rains come in today, I know that Vince will probably be over there with uh his uh uh his bells on uh happening today is the kickoff for the lionfish festival Ooh, it's uh, uh saturday and sunday it's uh starts on today and tomorrow from 10 a.m to 5 p.m uh come out and celebrate lionfish removal and awareness day so is it a uh, rotten reel only or get them and kill them how you spear, can spear fishing. Uh, spear fishing? i think every way is legal except for uh, explosives Tannerite, I mean, you know. <laughs> underwater Tannerite. Have, awesome. Have you tried I, line fish? I'm Have just throwing it out there. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course I have. Uh, Amazing from fish. From when we would do the... Uh, 
when we would broadcast live at the uh, at the uh, St. Pete Open, Radio Rejects and Big and Wild, we yeah. both were there, and uh, they would fillet them up, and anybody who wanted to take them, they would take them. And, it's so uh, weird you're talking about this. I was getting coffee at a racetrack in Hudson this morning, and two guys in front of me that were going out fishing were talking about lionfish. They're talking about eating lionfish, how delicious it is, delicious and all that. It is. It's even great raw. It. It's really, really good. Who's eating it raw? I ate it raw. You ate it raw. Yeah, you ate I, sushi, lionfish last, sushi? Last, last year, a guy Harvey, the guy, I mean, I was talking to a guy that was flying. I was like, have you eaten raw yet? He's like, no. You want to? I'm like, yeah, let's go. I don't know, no, man. Well, Kiko, man, let's well, roll. All the poison's held in the spines. So. Yeah, you're good. I'm not talking about the poison part of it. I'm just like, uh, you know, there are reef fish that hang around there, and they're kind of, I don't know, would they be wormy? Not at all. Not, not at police. How did you so, fix it? How did they, I mean, how did you fix it? Just, just squirt some lemon on it? Just straight up lemon, Kiko Man, no, that way? Or? Just cut it and ate it right there on the spot. Bam, that's what I'm talking about. I ain't wasting no time with lemon. It's that's I mean, you what weren't I'm catching anything, about. might as well eat the bait. <laughs> now, with, with all the fishing that you've been out doing, um, have you ever accidentally uh, hook and lined one at all? Because uh, Not at all. Uh, they just scatter when they go down on the line. They don't, they don't do anything with the hook. You know, I, you know, we got to get so because some people say that there's a technique to. It's like sheep's head. If you know how to catch no, sheep's it's head, it's you, like you know the hog snappers. Before everybody was hog snapper, it was never you couldn't catch one. You could always you always had to spear it. Right. And now it's like the, one of the guys yesterday at the shop that was doing the photos for us and all that runs boats and everything else, and he's like, oh yeah, pill shrimp. I'm like, the, your shrimp what? is the perfect <laughs> way to catch it, but you got to get them past all the other reef fish. Well, yeah. it's all, weird yeah. that it's peeled. I mean, peeled shrimp. It, it's, it's not even like a natural thing for you, the shrimp don't swim around peeled. Well, know? they're kind of <laughs> hog snapper, are kind of a high class fish. So. Uh, yeah, they're snooty. <laughs> little Wait, cocktail you, sauce, and you got them on the hook every time. So you know, they're not the brightest fish, though. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, they are not very bright. Well, anyway, this is going to be going on, and uh, believe it or not, you could actually win some pretty good money. I think a top prize for uh, going out there and. Just helping out all the reefs is like five grand. So it's one of those things where it kind of took a couple of years for the FWC to get on board, but once they did, uh, they oh, got on Oh, another invasive predator that we need to manage. They yeah, finally. They got on it like gangbusters, and I think Stop. this is the fourth year, fourth <laughs> year in a row. And uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, you know, I mean, if they would only treat the Goliath grouper on our coast anyway the same way, it would be pretty nice. But. Uh, you know, the lionfish, we know how invasive they are. We know how d- destructive they are on the reefs. So uh, any way you can get out there and get them, go do it. We're right. going to do some hand lining tomorrow for Rupert, the Goliath tomorrow. No, are you going to use Yoyitos or are you going to? No, I mean, Yoyitos not strong enough. We got, we got a rope and, yeah, we're not. They're using chain, mule tape. Pretty much. Yeah. Mule tape. <laughs> so, uh, so where are you going to go for that? Yes, I got some spots. I can't tell you. Sure, you can. Uh, pretty oh. much any range marker in Tampa Bay. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just about any anymore. Bridge, you know, the Dick Meisner Bridge, the Skyway. You know, they're hanging under there already. Dude, they've been there. Well, I know about? they've been on the Skyway, but I didn't they know they moved leave, up that man. close. They're, when once they find a home, that's that's their home. They don't go nowhere. I mean, for God's sake, you got four hundred pounders hanging out at boat ramps. <laughs> Ask the FWC. <laughs> they know how many's out there. <laughs> how big? How big are the ones you pulling <laughs> underneath the Meisner? How, how big? Do you uh, think? The other day it was almost a hundred pounder. That's uh, you know that's it's a cute teenagers you know it's I mean, not really you know adult adult but it's still a big fish it is I mean I'm not poo pooing the fact that it's a hundred pound fish I'm just saying that it's uh, it's a good rod bender you know it's kind of like saying uh, you know a Volkswagen sixteen feet off the ground is the same as Bigfoot you know it's it's just not uh, the same you know I mean I caught him off the uh, the Fort DeSoto um, uh, artificial reef that they have out there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they weren't that big. No, nah, it was like a little twenty-five pounder, but still, it's a it's a Goliath. See, you should be able to keep that. 
Yeah, Twenty-five that pounder. That'd be that's, that's, a, that's a slot fish. limit right there. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd, slot be, size. that'd be mm-hmm. perfect size. Come on now. Yeah. Well, let's, ask, let's just ask Bill George. Bill, what's the perfect size? Perfect size, uh, forty-six pounds. <laughs> that's a lot of that's, grouper sandwiches. That's forty-six really pounds. Four to six pounds. What are you fishing for? That's buddy? a hatchling. Yeah, really. That's, that's like a two-year-old. Forget it, man. That's that's not even worth it. I would believe that just like alligators, anything big is a lot of work. You're right. Yeah. It can be, but the reward's great. There you go. <laughs> I don't see Troy Landry going out there looking for those monster four-footers. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's getting paid on weight. Exactly. Which is, uh, you know, if you look at it, you know, when you if you could reel in a 60-pound uh, Goliath grouper, you would be saying, yeah, we're making money. We paid today. Put it in the freezer. But you can't sell it. I'm not saying freezer. I'm talking about for yourself. Yeah. 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 Be out there well, eating. I'd say, I'd say fish fried tonight and put it out there and see how many people you could get to come eat uh, grouper sandwiches. I bet a lot of them. I guarantee it. <laughs> not where I'm are still you? waiting for a gator steak. Now, well, could- listen, I, I, I wondered if uh, I was going to hear an ad here shortly uh, sponsored by... Uh, Brute antiperspirant in there with as much <laughs> much as you got in there. We need oh, it. Is that why? Is that why you bowed out of today's show, or do you have something more important to do? Well, no, I, I have a very good cause today. I'm coming out today to, over to the other coast, uh, straight out sixty over to the other coast uh, for sporting clay shoot to uh, help fund the FWC R3 positions that were created. Right. A uh, uh, number of the sportsmen's groups turned around and and you know stepped up to help contribute to the salaries of those people to try and promote the hunting and fishing in the state of Florida and get people reengaged in it and and new people into it and uh, this is a fundraiser to help help you know keep those people employed so very cool well it's definitely a good uh, good cause to try to introduce people out there to uh, what we enjoy talking about for sure so keep up oh. the good work bill well yes Hey, uh, I didn't know, Glenn. If you, I didn't know if you had noticed on Lake Hancock, which oh, is one of the we places go. we alligator hunt. Oh, wait till you hear this. We talked about this. I saw Bill out of G five yesterday. Yeah, I saw him Arrowhead yesterday too. He and, dropped uh, the bomb on me. Yeah, I was I was pretty amazed by by this statistic. They, but they they changed the number of permits they're going to issue for Lake Hancock from one hundred and fourteen to thirty two. What? And I, I know we've put a hurting on them because I, I know I personally have contributed to a lot of the, the decline in population, but I've been, been trying to tell them for, for a while that the population's down, but all of a sudden this year they, they must have done an inventory and realized how bad it had gotten, and they have just absolutely cut the harvest down to nothing. Hardly. Well, I, I can uh, support that decision, but I will say this. What are they going? How many uh, tags do uh, are out there? How many... Uh licenses are they issuing this year uh it's gonna be a little over six thousand this year where so they the make up the deficit for hancock they there's gonna be a couple of new areas there's a a1 feb area that's down south and kind of like an sta but it's just a water impoundment is is opening it's brand new but um there there are a couple places both hancock and istapoca have really had severe drops in the number of their permits. Yeah, well, like so, I told you yesterday, man, put in for Gilcrest County. Get a Gilcrest County tag. That's what you want. Yeah, there's there always a bunch of leftovers. Yeah, uh, you want some gators? 
go to Lake You're Seminole. You're going to get me onto that private property, right? Yeah. Hey, did um, thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they increase anything that's really a positive? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not not that I would consider to be a real great. I mean, all the other stuff is just little stuff here and there, a couple up, a couple down. And that is because they do go out there and they're, they're supposed to be going out and doing population surveys and everything else. And, you know, the, the only thing I could stress to them is if we're going to turn around and have to have uh, these severe reductions in collections of the adults, that we don't collect so many eggs off of there also. That's right. You know, we, we, we shut that down, too. But um, chances are they'll sit there and say, oh, no, we got tons of little alligators, so we're just going to stop the big alligators from being harvested. Yeah, well, yeah. They just so we're need not going to make new little ones. Well, they just need to issue me a couple of tags for the lake I live on, and then I won't have to worry about it. Get that Hillsborough well, County well, tag, man. Well, Bill, we got to take a top of the hour break, man. Thanks for the call. Good luck on your trip. Get it all done and uh, get back with me because uh, we got to get our applications all filled out ourselves. We are Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford, G5 Feeding Outdoors. We'll be right back. <laughs> 